It's our final uh, Radio Row at Home interview for Tuesday here on ClavesOnline.com. I am Joe Roderick, and we are presented to you by Kevin Miller of Caldwell Banker Gundaker all week long as, uh, well, it's a different Radio Row than it has been the last 10 years I've been doing this, as, uh, but a regular guest that we have on Radio Row, former Seattle Seahawks, he's Lofa Tatupu, and he joins us now. Lofa, what's going on, man? My man, just taking it one day at a time and uh, getting sad that the, uh, the the football season's coming to an end. Yeah, so are you based up in Seattle right now? I am, yeah, coming to you live from Seattle. So you, I mean, you probably like me with, uh, you know, we, we would much rather be in Florida right now. Oh, man, yeah, that that's like a vacation of sorts, even though we're, we're, we're hard working when we're down there. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I'm definitely missing Florida weather right now. Yeah, I know. Uh, you're you're with us on behalf of the uh, the Believe podcast, uh, and uh, that's I mean you that thing is Braun has just had that thing blowing up now. I mean, that, he sent me the roster that you guys uh, that you guys are working with there. I mean, it is a who's who among former NFL guys. Yeah, it was. It actually it, it kind of spawned from when I went down there. I went down there with my my zone in CBD company, you know, promoting it, and we're still doing that, of course, doing a lot of great work there, but. Met with Braun. I hadn't seen Braun since college when we were at SC. And I did his show with his guys from LA, Ryan Dyrud and them. And uh, he was like, yo, you should really think about getting into it. And uh, he's like, you know, you can talk football all you want. I was like, that sounds like a dream job. So I, I looked into it and I've had a lot of fun and just, yeah, breaking down the games and uh, and then off season, you know, draft position and everything. I'm excited about what we're doing. That uh, that Seahawks team, I mean, they they keep just. I mean, Pete Carroll has them staying sticking around each and every year, and I mean, it, it's see, they haven't been to the Super Bowl now in it's but but five. It's been five years longer. It's, I, yeah, it's coming up on five now. They fourteen, so six years now. Which yeah, is six years. But I mean, they're always still there, and they're I mean, every year it's a it's a winning squad. It just kind of shows how hard it is to do what Tom Brady's doing in his career. Yeah, it's it's incredible. I mean, I grew up – I'm a Massachusetts boy. I grew up over there. And, um, you know, when I was just starting my college career, he was at his first one. Hard to believe, right? And, um, and hard to believe he's still doing it. He goes to a new team, new city, and he elevates that squad to a, to a Super Bowl. It's uh, it's incredible. And, uh, yeah, the Seahawks have been doing great 12-4 and four this year. You know, the wild card, uh, going out in the wild card round is very, you know, we're not accustomed to seeing that. It's, uh, you got to give credit to the Rams, who, is, who have actually just made a splash trade to try to get a little better and, and improve their chances for the playoffs. So, you, I mean, you're on in St. Louis. So let's, uh, let, let, I'm going to re- remind you of that before we start talking Rams. Uh, no, but the thing is, it's just funny because I th- it was uh, the former coach Rick Venturi, who five, six years ago, said on St. Louis radio, you know, wait till they get a load of this organization. Wait till LA sees what they're dealing with. And the, the Rams immediately go there. They trade all these picks for Jared Goff saying he's the quarterback of the future. He's the quarterback of the future. He takes them to a Super Bowl. And then two years later, they trade more number one picks to get rid of him. And, and it's, what are they doing there? Uh, they essentially, and I mean, you know, they've proven that and I think history has proven that it's a crapshoot the first round. So you look at it, they, they unloaded a first rounder to get Cooks from uh, New England. And then they two first rounders to acquire Ramsey from the Jaguars. So, I mean, and what they they have done well, though, is they've gotten away from unwanted contracts, including Cooks, including 
um, Goff just recently and his his large cap number that, that's going over with those first-round picks. But essentially, you can't really count on a first-rounder to come in and, and, and play at a high level for you anymore. I'm not just saying that they don't. You know, there's still always going to be some guys that, you know, do some special things early on in their career. But it's no longer that they're ready to play like they used to be. So um, in that in that case, they're just going out and acquiring guys that they believe can get them over the hump. Now we'll see because look, Stafford for all these given in contracts, I think 200 excess of 200 million, you know, he had a Megatron, he had Golden Tate, he had two first round wide receivers uh, and Pettigrew and Ebron. There's no shortage of weapons. And yet he's 0 and three in the playoffs. And while I still believe for all the gaudy numbers he puts up, you know, he, he is a good quarterback. It's you need a gamer when you get to the playoffs. You need a Russell Wilson type. You need a guy that is not. I'm not going to say he's afraid of the moment, but he hasn't proven to to come out of with a, you know a win a win in the playoffs. And does I mean how much of that when when you're the Rams? And I'm not trying to compare the skill set of Jared Goff and Patrick Mahomes, but you're seeing what Mahomes is doing early in his career, and now he's gone back to back Super Bowls. I mean, is there is there some thought there that you know why isn't our guy doing this or you know, what's so special about him? We need to just, you know, we, we need to start over again. Yeah. And I mean, look, they were, even with Goff, they were a, a series or two away. Really, I think it was one score until the end against the Packers of advancing to, to the championship game um, against Tampa. But so I really don't think they need a lot. But, you know, I, I'm guessing maybe they're thinking the leadership qualities that, that Stafford could potentially add. And um, he could be that guy. But, yeah, Mahomes, that is a quarterback that is just in a different bracket in terms of talent. Um, three, He's four years in, only been starting for three years, has an MVP under his belt, has three AFC title games, one of which he lost to Tom Brady, of all people. Um, and he didn't get a chance to get the ball in that overtime. Uh, then he went, won a Super Bowl, won the MVP, came around, you know, went 14 and 15 and one or whatever they went this year. And now has a chance to get a second straight uh, Super Bowl. So it's incredible what this guy's been able to do in, his, in, you know, his first four years in the league. Is there a quarterback that you had to, uh, that you had to go up against that would compare to him? Man, I don't think so. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to think back and, uh, <clears throat> There wasn't there wasn't a guy like that. I, I've never seen it. A guy throwing the ball seventy plus yards off of his back foot. I can't remember one. I mean, I'm trying to like you. Did you ever face Vic? I faced Vic. Yeah, and and while he had incredible arm talent, he was much more elusive. Uh, I don't think he was as accurate as as Mahomes was. You know, it's no knock on Mike. Mike, phenomenal player. It was just that that's how good Mahomes is. So how do you go about guarding him? What do you, what I mean? What do you what? How do you, from the few losses that he has had in his career, what can you even look yeah. and take from that? I don't even think he's been slowed down in most of those games. I don't think I don't think he's had a horrible outing. You know, even in his losses, uh, you look back at the Super Bowl last year, he was bottled up for three and a half quarters, and then he uncorks a, a sixty yarder to Tyreek Hill, gets the ball rolling, and. Uh, you know, they put up 21 points, I think, in that fourth to win the game. Uh, so that's the that's the scary or uniqueness of, of his skill set. Um, I just know what will play a factor in this game. Uh, three of their linemen, they met in week 12, these two teams. And I think three of those linemen, those starters for the Chiefs are out. I know, you know, Schwartz and Fisher, who just hurt his Achilles uh, a week or two ago. And now 
that defense on the Bucs side has really picked up their game. And Devin White's been incredible. Devontae David never thinks that guy ever gets enough respect. But JPP and Barrett, those are the two guys that can make this like a real game. And um, I think both quarterbacks are going to put up some points. But I think whoever comes away with the big stops, it's going to come from, from those DNs, Frank Clark on one side or, or you know, JPP and Barrett on the other. Lofa, you uh, last year we had you on at Radio Row, and you were um, you were walking around with Stedman Bailey, the uh, the former St. Louis Ram. Uh, how's uh, how's everything going with him and his health? Good, Steady's doing great. Me and him are both out there promoting zone and CBD. That's how we met. Um, you know, we didn't play against each other. You know, back in the thank God because Steady was too too good for me to cover. Uh, but yeah, he's steady. B has been doing great. He's out in Miami right now. And, um, we, we stay in close contact. So yeah, and you guys met. So was the CBD something that I know you were, that's something you're very passionate about. And last year we, I, I used it in, uh, you know, knee surgery and recovery for that. I've, I've used the stuff, so I know how well it works. Is that something he came to you about or how did that, uh, how did that whole conversation, uh, come to be with him? we got several mutual friends. Um, Bruce Irvin, who played with uh, Steady down there. I've known Bruce. I got to coach him for a year up here before he went to the Raiders. Um, and a couple other, you know, mutual friends. And uh, just connected over, you know, some text messages. And just he, he thought it was very pivotal. He knows it was very pivotal in his, um, you know, resurgence to health from, from, his, uh, from, from the gun violence that, that he suffered back in 2015. And, um, and I know from, from myself with the brain injuries I've had from concussions and then the 10-plus surgeries um, that everything that's done for me, it's just we both become very big proponents and advocates on behalf of the hemp and cannabis plant. And so ours is hemp-derived, federally legal throughout uh, all the U.S., and it's changing lives out there. The, uh, the website is zoneincbd.com. Uh, has there been any any advances in the in the world of, of CBD over the past year or so? Yeah, I mean, several. You know, they're starting to do more and more studies as it's become, you know, legal since 2018 in the Farm Bill. And uh, so we're seeing more. But, like, the, the stories I have, because I've been doing this for four and a half, five years now, uh, three years before starting Zone In, I was buying and, and handing out to my, my friends and family and loved ones and watching them, you know, really it's special when you return to your greatest health and you're, you're thinking, Hey, you know what? My best years are still ahead of me, not behind me, uh, especially with all those surgeries and concussions. But when you see the light and somebody else's eyes come on and like, Hey, I didn't know life could be this easy. I didn't know it could be this fun because you know, it, it responds to a lot of the things we go through on our daily basis, whether it's uh, mood, appetite, stress, um, gut health. It, there's so many things, as we, we mentioned, you know, what benefits and, you know, what the studies are starting to show that um, it's incredible, uh, the, the life-changing things that I've seen through friends, family, and, and all the people that are now joining us on this journey. Again, the website is zoneincbd.com. Uh, Lofa, before we let you go, who do you uh, who do you like in the game on Sunday? Man, I think it's going to be a shootout. You know, I'm a defensive guy, and, and you know, I, I like defense. I like defense wins championships, but I think it's going to come down to whoever has the ball last. That's the, you know, Tom Brady's not going to go out without a fight. I mean, his tenth Super Bowl and uh, appearance, and he's won six of them. So it's it's foolish to go against him. But I'm going to go with Patrick Mahomes, and I think this is a passing of the torch from one goat to another. And, um, you know, he's he's really eerily resembling what Tom did with New England in his first couple of years. 
Um, and so it's exciting to watch. And, uh, yeah, Tom's going to play for several more years after 43 years old and, and having the year he did. It's incredible. But I'm going to go 34-31. It's going to come down to the final possession and a field goal. Just say, I mean, just saying that out loud, 10 Super Bowls. That's, I mean, that's crazy for like a coach to be a part of 10 Super Bowls on like as a coordinator or a coach or something like it's That's crazy. But this is one player quarterbacking in 10 Super Bowls. I mean, they came out with all the absurd stats, like how many franchises he has more playoff wins than how many. It was incredible. 10 Super Bowls out of 21 years. Uh, 14 championship title games out of 21 years. So uh, it was like 66% of the time he's going to go to the championship game at least. And almost half the time, 48% of the time, he's going to the Super Bowl. Unreal. Unreal. Lofa, man, thank you so much for uh, for coming by. Uh, appreciate it. And hopefully next year in L.A. we're doing this face-to-face. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Stay blessed, my brother.